happy new year guys yes guys welcome welcome to those who are new welcome to those who are actual to those who have been listening welcome back i hope you didn't miss me too much the lord is good all the time all the time the lord is good hallelujah it's currently spring so i decided huh actually i'm not doing this side one time i was outside and i was like i should come out and record you know you know how you read the bible or the audio bible sorry you listen to the audio bible or any book audio book and they get they have that feature that is like uh dramatized and i feel it's so like it makes it more real than just being in a sort of studio and you just hear my voice so you know usually we put music in the background today this is your music today this is your background okay enjoy it enjoy nature those of you who like nature enjoy it <laughs> and yeah what else welcome okay yeah if you remember last year we left with we left on the love light wisdom series which we concluded actually there's a there's another episode on wisdom the last episode on wisdom which i never posted or i haven't posted yet so we will start the year with that i will post that so that is what you're going to hear after this then from next week god willing by god's grace next week we meet again with um yeah with the new series the new series should I tell you? Should I not tell you? I think I will not tell you. Nah, just enjoy wisdom. <laughs> just enjoy wisdom. Bye, listen and be blessed. Hello guys. Hi. Hola. It is it. Hey, Sangolini. <laughs> ah, uh, what else? I like languages. Can you tell? <laughs> um, Comment ça va? Gates, come stars, come stars, then, 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 what other language? Yeah, that's all. Abadie, <laughs> that's all. <laughs> yeah, I think I can't remember how to say it in evil. Huh, anywhere. Hi, hope you're doing good. If you're still here <laughs> after all these languages, you you're doing well well done so hi how are you doing guys i hope you're doing good i hope you enjoy our last episode next year yeah, yeah, yeah. it's gonna be interesting guys it's gonna be interesting if lord tarries it's gonna be very very interesting because because yeah you find out but yeah get ready to if you don't hear my voice on the podcast you will see my face on somewhere on some other platform if you don't see my face on there you see my face on another platform if you don't see my face there you hear my voice like you get it you get it you will you will hear about me you'll see me you you know not that i desire to but i'll be in your face okay <laughs> i'll be in your face not coming alone in my own whatever but i'm coming in the name of the lord huh that's just on the side um Hi guys, hi. Welcome to another episode. Today we are still on wisdom. Woo 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 wisdom. We are on wisdom. And we are going to go into this. Like we're going to kind of dissect. Like this is not all there is to wisdom. This is not um 
exhaustive for what wisdom is concerned so like yeah in other words it doesn't do it justice whatever i would say doesn't do total complete justice to wisdom because it's much more i mean god is wisdom so what are we talking about eh? now guys please repeat after me lord jesus i open my heart please open my eyes and ears to receive your word and understand your word holy spirit help me in jesus name amen first of all i will start from um for, from a statement i made in our last episode i said that uh, we all have as humans we all love we all have a level of wisdom because of course we were created in god's image so he put of himself in us so when people say we all have wisdom yeah there's that uh seed will i call it or there's that that level of wisdom but it can never be god's divine wisdom because james 3 tells us that god's wisdom is first of all pure so already if we stop it says other things but if we stop there our wisdom can never be pure because our wisdom has been corrupted whatever wisdom even though it is god that put it there it has been corrupted through sin through our sinful nature through the the flesh and by us yielding to the flesh it's corrupted so it can never be god's wisdom so sometimes we can you know there are two ways you can go about things in your life by the spirit or carnally so one on one hand if you walk by the spirit you're walking by god's wisdom because now it's Yes, you might have knowledge on the thing. Yes, you might have experience. But then you submit yourself to God and you allow the Holy Spirit, which knows all things, searches all things, to give you a um, an advantage and give you more perspective, give you more insight to whatever you're going into than you would have if you were just going to, or if you were just going into that situation by your carnal mind, by your human wisdom so your limited perspective so already there we see a difference that with god's wisdom you you have access to all the information or i will say you have access to all there is to know about a certain certain person certain thing certain situation whatever the, the case may be whereas where with your human wisdom with your wisdom which is even corrupted you have uh you have access to only what you know and what you know and what you see might even be wrong and distorted by your perspective. Be it because of trauma, be it because of many things, can be distorted and not be the truth. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so only God's wisdom truly. If we truly want to live God, God's life, we need God's wisdom. Yeah. So, I mentioned James 3. Okay, before we go there. Um i i basically googled wisdom and the definition that comes out is the quality of having experience knowledge and good judgment the quality of being wise that's the first definition i well let's read the other ones the fact of being based on sensible or wise thinking the example here is some question the some question the wisdom of building the dam so close to the inactive volcano. Um, that is the second definition. 
And the third says the body of knowledge and experience that develops within a specific society or period. Example, Eastern wisdom. So we're focusing on the first, which says the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. An example is listen to his words of wisdom. Okay. Now, we can have this because we have sense, because we have a functioning brain by the grace and mercy of God. We can have experience. We can gain, gather experience. We can gather knowledge and we can develop good judgment. But even here, when it comes to good judgment, again, the flesh will corrupt it. The flesh has already corrupted good judgment. That's how we are seeing that what is, what is not right is becoming acceptable. When there are two genders, God created them male and female. But now people want, want to impose the fact that you can be many other things. To them, that's good judgment. But clearly it has been corrupted. And that is even the extreme, I think. It starts from the littlest things in our day-to-day -day life. When we choose to, oh well, I already know how this goes, so let me just do this. Whereas Holy Spirit would have led you to another direction. But yeah, so the quality of having experience. So yeah, I was saying that you can gather experience by yourself. You can gather knowledge, you can gather good judgment. But the difference now with God's wisdom, so the wisdom that we want to walk in, the wisdom that the Lord asks us or tells us to walk in, the difference now is that you can operate beyond your experience. So by following the guidance of the Holy Spirit, you can start taking some steps beyond your knowledge, beyond your experience, beyond your own good judgment. To, to you, it may be like, wait, I don't understand what I'm doing, but I, I understand and I know that this is the voice of the Lord. So I'll just follow. And you'll see the result at the end that you'll be like, wait, I never knew this. Praise the Lord. You know, <laughs> people with, with wisdom, with uh, human experience, with knowledge that they have acquired uh, throughout their lives can take 10 steps to get to a point, you can get to the same point by the wisdom of God in, I, I dare to say, in two steps. So by the time you take 10 full steps by the wisdom of God, like the other person will not even be able to see your back. Like truly with God's wisdom, you have that edge. And God's wisdom is not, it's not human wisdom. You know, God says my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. I'm going to read scriptures, but I feel like if I just read scriptures, it means some of you would just, because you think you already know. So you, you would have just, by the time I, I, I started reading, you would have already gotten to the end before me. You're like, oh yeah, that's, that's what that verse says. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you know, but do you, are you walking in it? Has it manifested in your life? So yeah, God's wisdom, God's wisdom, 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 wisdom. Walking in the spirit is wisdom, not walking in the flesh. It's God's wisdom, not walking in the flesh. Waiting upon God's time is wisdom. When everybody is going forward, or it looks like they're moving forward, everyone is, it seems like everyone is overtaking you, but you choose to wait because the Lord says not wait. That's wisdom. Going when the Lord says go, when others are waiting, that's wisdom. Following God is wisdom or oh, no matter how it looks on the outside that is wisdom keeping quiet when naturally you would speak but the holy spirit tells you keep quiet or tells you not to say that or not to say anything that's wisdom 
waiting on God. I know I've already said waiting on God is wisdom. Waiting on God is wisdom. If we think of Ahab and Elijah, when Elijah outrun the chariots of Ahab, one would think that if Elijah knew that he was going to go that same direction and he wanted, let's say he wanted to get there before Ahab, he should have left before Ahab, shouldn't he? But he said, go ahead before the rain catches up with you. So Ahab, Ahab left. He went in the presence of the Lord. He went to stay with the Lord. Then the hand of the Lord came upon him. And he, and when he, when he got to his point, when he got to his turn to start moving, the speed was, Elijah, level answered. <laughs> the, you know, the speed was different. The level was Elijah. Eh? And now we, yeah, now we have a song, a song, Elijah level. If Elijah didn't wait on the Lord, he, if Elijah didn't, didn't follow the Lord, we would have never seen this dimension of, of speed that we can now connect with and say, Lord, I want that, that speed that came upon Elijah. Let your hand come upon me and give me speed. For some of you, this might be foolishness. Then... If that is you, it's okay. It's okay because now you know that, or I hope you understand that you need your mind renewed. Because this is wisdom. Not what what philosophers, ah, philosophers, hallelujah, mamma mia. I studied philosophy in high school, yeah? Like, there are some speculations, some, I don't know, some questioning that philosophers make si fanno delle domande si fanno delle speculazioni come like just sit down I don't know go to sleep ah ah like with all the things you can think about you start just speculating and then they get to the wrong side of things because and they start hallelujah like why this is to say that to them that's that's wisdom oh yeah we start thinking and then you discover this and think this thing deeply about human existence just read your bible god created you he knows more <laughs> my god ah and interestingly there are people that got close to the truth but didn't like it's just they were so close i remember the during philosophy classes i was like bro this this guy got so close to the truth but because it is only the Holy Spirit that can guide you into all truths. So you trying to use your brain to think. You trying to use your brain to understand God. You never get there. You never get there. Surrender to the Holy Spirit. To his wisdom. And you see where you get. Beyond what you understand. See. You see that you will not understand your life. You will not understand how you, how you understand things. How you know things. How, Unless that it is the Holy Spirit. Like you. Actually the only thing you know is that. Holy Spirit did this. <laughs> That's all you know. But if you, if you remember Holy Spirit, you'd be like, wait, what just happened? What just happened? We are called, we are redeemed to live and walk the life of God, the Zoe of God. Zoe. Okay, sorry. The Zoe of God. And it takes the Ruach of God. I don't know why I'm going into those. Maybe there's somebody here <laughs> that is into Greek and, you know, finding the root of the word. Me too, but... And I don't usually, you know, speak about it. So, you cannot, you cannot have the Zoe of God without the, the Ruach of God. 
yeah, another thing I say is that God's wisdom is not man's wisdom. And man's wisdom is not God's wisdom. 1 Corinthians 22 says that he catches the wise in their, in their craftiness. Let me read the exact word. It says, I'm going to read it in the TPT. That is the Passion Translation. 1 Corinthians 1, 22. It says, for the Jews constantly... No, it's not 22, sorry. Okay, let me just read to you. Since we're here, there are some scriptures that I want to read to you. And as I said before, if I just read scriptures, I believe some of you would have just trivialized them. But now that you... If you're listening so far, you know that the Holy Spirit is keeping you here. Please. Honestly, I think you, if you don't read the TPT... You have never heard these scriptures this way. So please open your heart. So 1 Corinthians 1 from 18. He says the subtitle is the true power of the cross. It says to preach the message of the cross seems like sheer nonsense to those who are on their way to destruction. But to us who are being saved, it is the mighty power of God released within us. For it is written... I will dismantle the wisdom of the wise and I will invalidate the intelligence of the scholars. So where is the wise philosopher who understands? Where is the expert scholar who comprehends? And where is the skilled debater of our time who could win a debate with God? Hasn't God demonstrated that the wisdom of this world system is utter foolishness? For in his wisdom, God designed that all the world's wisdom would be insufficient to lead people to the discovery of himself. He took great delight in baffling the wisdom of the world by using the simplicity of, of preaching the story of the cross in order to save those who believe it. Again, I read verse 21. For in his wisdom, God designed that all the world's wisdom would be insufficient to lead people to the discovery of himself. You want to find God out? You want to discover God? Huh. Word, the world's wisdom is insufficient. He took great delight in baffling the wisdom of the world by using the simplicity of preaching the story of the cross in order to save those who believe it. For the Jews constantly demand to see miraculous signs, while those who are not Jews constantly cling to the world's wisdom. But we preach the crucified Messiah. So some of you are like, yeah, if God is real, show me a miracle, yeah, let him heal this, da da da. Others are like, yeah, this God is God is real, then this, and you connect it to science, you connect it to human wisdom, whatever it is, the world's wisdom. But we preach the crucified Messiah, the word says. The Jews stumble over him and the rest of the world sees him as foolishness. Verse 24. But for those who have been chosen to follow him, both Jews and Greeks, and Greeks, he is God's mighty power, God's true wisdom and our Messiah. For the foolish, quote-unquote foolish things of God have proven to be wiser than human wisdom. And the feeble, quote-unquote feeble things of God have proven to be far more powerful than any human ability. For the foolish, the quote-unquote foolish things of God have proven to be wiser than human wisdom. You're trying to look for human wisdom. What human wisdom do you see in Jesus spitting on mud and placing it on, on the high sockets of a person? And the person being healed and receiving sight, receiving eyes, brand new eyes. Do you see any wisdom, any human wisdom in that? In that? But that's God's wisdom. It's not human wisdom. It's just different. You, can, you can't. You cannot. You have to open yourself. You have, um, 
James 1.21 says that with meekness, we should receive the engrafted word, which is able to save our souls. Like everything that is written on your heart, every information, every knowledge, every experience you've gathered, just clear it away and come open-heartedly, come afresh as if you, you knew nothing, even though you know, just lay it down and say, Lord, I know nothing. I want you to teach me. That's how you get there because honestly, if you come with your own preconceived ideas, your own, okay, I just want to check it. This because <laughs> hallelujah, this is something I noticed that sometimes we do, we don't re even realize. We come to God with the idea, or we come to the word of God, we come to, um, you know, a gathering where God wants to manifest, God, God wants to do his own thing. But you come with the heart of, oh, well, I just want to check if this is true. I just want to check if, you know, the Bible says this, but actually in the world this is what we see so i just want to check like if this is real i don't know i don't even know what you want to check but but this idea of this sometimes it's subconscious and i pray that as we speak here that the holy spirit would really bring light that any of these things that i'm mentioning however they are hiding or hidden in your heart that the holy spirit will shine light and would remind you of the moments you did or you thought in in you thought these things and it would help you to really get to his wisdom i'm not saying you're not wise or anything but well honestly if we don't have the wisdom of god we're not wise okay um but don't take it personal just take it as the only honestly if it is personal in the sense that it it refers to you personally then take it that truly this is the Holy Spirit speaking to you and walk with him to get to god's wisdom hallelujah what was i saying okay if i keep reading First Corinthians 1 from 26 now. He says, Brothers and sisters, consider who you were when God called you to salvation. Not many of you were wise scholars by human standards, nor were many of you in positions of power. Not many of you were considered the elite when you answered God's call. But God chose those whom the world considers foolish to shame those who think they are wise. And God chose the puny and powerless to shame the high and mighty. He chose the lowly and laughable in the world's eyes, nobodies, so that he would shame the somebodies. For he chose what is regarded as insignificant in order to, to supersede what is regarded as prominent, so that there would be no place for prideful boasting in God's presence. So they don't come that, oh yeah, I knew these things, da 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 da. No, it is literally by the, you get what I said before, that now you understand that it is by the Holy Spirit, that it is not your doing. Okay, chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians, chapter 2 of 1 Corinthians, reading from verse 1, it says, My brothers and sisters, when I first came to proclaim to you the secrets of God, I refused to come as an expert, trying to impress you with my eloquent speech and lofty wisdom. For while I was with you, I was determined to be consumed with one topic, Jesus, the crucified Messiah. I stood before you feeling inadequate, filled with reverence for God, and trembling under the sense of the importance of my words. The message I preached and how I preached it was not an attempt to sway you with persuasive arguments, but to prove to you the almighty power of God's Holy Spirit. For God intended that your faith not be established on man's wisdom, but by trusting in his almighty power. Then he says, wisdom from God. Verse 6. However, there is a wisdom that we continually speak of when we are among the spiritually mature. It is wisdom that didn't originate in this present age, nor did it come from the rulers of this age who are in the process of being dethroned. 
Instead, we continually speak of this wonderful wisdom that comes from God, hidden before now in a mystery. It is his secret plan, destined before the ages to bring us into glory. None of the rulers of this present world order understood it. For if they had, they they never would have crucified the Lord of shining glory. Then I skip some parts. And I say verse 10. He says, but God now unveils this broken light. This is why the scriptures say, things never discovered or heard of before, things beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. Verse 10 interestingly says, but God now unveils these profound realities to us by the Spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly explores all things. What I was saying before that now with the wisdom of God that comes by the Holy Spirit, you have access to all there is to know to a certain topic. Now, also the Bible says that we see in part, so he might not always show you, and he would most likely not show you everything there is to know because you cannot, wow, just realize that we cannot carry it. We are in God's image, but we're not God himself. So we're, we don't have, I mean, you can grow in capacity, yeah, but we cannot, we don't have the capacity to carry the full extent of information or knowledge of a specific thing. Example, the universe, like you cannot know it all. You know, we don't have capacity for that. God, in his, God, God does. God created it. He knows every single side of it, every single part. Also, like just be, without going too far with the universe, ourselves, we are a universe ourselves. <laughs> like who knows everything? Like, do you know everything about yourself? You can know your past. You know your past, but do you know your future? You don't know. You don't know everything. You don't have, we don't have the capacity, but God does. His wisdom does. That's why we need to walk in his wisdom. If truly want to live that God life. That's why he says that we are gods. Um, we are gods. Because we are born of God. So we And we have overcome the world. Because greater is he that lives in us. Than he that lives in, that is in the world. So. That's how we are. Little gods. In that sense. But he also says in. He also says that we die as mere men. These are two different. In what I've just said, there are two different scriptures, by the way. So, if you want to look for them, type them. Um, one is is First uh, John four four, that ye are of God, you are of God, little children, for you have come to work. Greater is He that is in you than He that is in the world. Okay, that's one part. But now when I'm saying we are God. That that this passage also says that. We will die as mere men because we do not know it. Because we don't know it. We don't walk in it. For lack of knowledge, people perish. So when we are like, we just rely on our flesh. We rely on our natural senses. That's not the life of God. That's not the life of God. And we will not, and that's how sometimes we get frustrated. And we're like, wait, yeah, I just don't know. Sometimes we get we get frustrated. Actually, we're walking in the flesh. We're not walking in the spirit. He says there's no condemnation for those who walk in the spirit. There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ and walk in the spirit. So one, no condemnation if you're in Christ. But then, then in Christ, you have to be in the spirit. You can be in the flesh. First Corinthians, if you read, uh, the Corinthians had gifts, but they were still carnal. They, there, were still, there were still some levels of carnality so the the first chapters of first corinthians you see how he, he's addressing carnality he's addressing 
uh, sectorism, sector, sectarianism. Yeah. Anyway, they had factions. They had sex among themselves. Sex like S E C T S. Yeah. They have groups. They were divided. They were like, I'm. I belong to Apollos. I belong to Paul. But actually, we all belong. To, we all belong to Christ. Christ chose to use Apollos. He chose to use uh, Paul. But we still, we are united under Christ. So yeah, I was saying that, yeah, I was saying that the God life cannot be lived, cannot be freedom. Galatians 5.1 Now walk in the freedom you've received. Do not, uh, do not be entangled again in those things you've been delivered from. This is paraphrasing. So freedom, the walking in this, like it's come, it comes by walking in the spirit, because if you don't walk in the spirit, you'll be still trapped. You will still be, uh, subjected or weak. How will I say you'll still be, uh, that's the word. Yeah. We'll still be subject to the dictates of the flesh. So when an impulse come, an impulse comes very strong because your spirit might be weak, you'll not be able to overcome it. That's how you stay in the place of falling and rising. You need the spirit. You need the spirit, the spirit of God to empower you. So there's no condemnation in Christ, but then in Christ, you need to walk in the spirit. And walking in the spirit is wisdom. Honestly, don't take anything <laughs> that we're saying here, here as pointing of fingers. Thank the Lord that these things are coming. This is light coming. Yeah, this is light coming. And if you can take it with meekness, if you can take it and receive it and take, take it as the Holy Spirit speaking to you, hold him by his word. Say, okay, this is what your word says. Help me. Do it in my life. You know. Hallelujah.